Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. In Matthew 4.4, Yeshua said these words, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Taking in the word of God every day is life to our spirit and health to our bones. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion for the week, Sukkot. Leviticus 22, 26-23, Hashem spoke to Moses saying, When an ox or a sheep or a goat is born... It shall stay seven days with its mother, and from the eighth day on, it shall be acceptable as an offering by fire to Hashem. However, no animal from the herd or from the flock shall be slaughtered on the same day with its young. When you sacrifice a thanksgiving offering to Hashem, sacrifice it so that it may be acceptable in your favor. It shall be eaten on the same day. You shall not leave any of it until morning. I am Hashem. You shall faithfully observe my commandments. I am Hashem. You shall not profane my holy name, that I may be sanctified in the midst of B'nai Yisrael. I, Hashem, who sanctify you. I, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael and say to them, These are my fixed times. The fixed times of Hashem, which you shall proclaim as sacred occasions. On six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there shall be a Shabbat of complete rest. 
a sacred occasion. You shall do no work. It shall be a Shabbat of Hashem throughout your settlements. These are the set times of Hashem, the sacred occasions, which you shall celebrate each at its appointed time. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at twilight, there shall be a Pesach, or Passover offering to Hashem. And on the fifteenth day of that month, Hashem's feast of unleavened bread. You shall eat unleavened bread for seven days. On the first day, you shall celebrate a sacred occasion. You shall not work at your occupations. Seven days you shall make offerings by fire to Hashem. The seventh day shall be a sacred occasion. You shall not work at your occupations. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving to you, and you reap its harvest, you shall bring the first sheaf of your harvest to the Kohen. He shall elevate the sheaf before Hashem for acceptance in your behalf. The Kohen shall elevate it on the day after the Shabbat. On the day that you elevate the sheep, you shall offer as a burnt offering to Hashem a lamb of the first year without blemish. The meal offering with it shall be two-tenths of a measure of choice flour with oil mixed in, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to Hashem. And the libation with it shall be of wine, a quarter of a hen. Until that very day, until you have brought the offering of your God, you shall eat no bread or parched grain or fresh ears. It is a law for all time throughout the ages and all your settlements. And from the day on which you bring the sheaf of elevation offering, the day after the Shabbat, you shall count off seven weeks. They must be complete. You must count until the day after the seventh week, fifty days. Then you shall bring an offering of new grain to Hashem. You shall bring from your settlements two loaves of bread as an elevation offering. Each shall be made of two-tenths of a measure of choice flour, baked after leavening as firstfruits to Hashem. With the bread you shall present as burnt offerings to Hashem seven yearling lambs without blemish, one bull of the herd, and two rams with their meal offerings and libations, an offering by fire of pleasing odor to Hashem. You shall also offer one he-goat as a sin offering and two yearling lambs as a sacrifice of well-being. The Kohen shall elevate these, the two lambs, together with the bread of first fruits, as an elevation offering before Hashem. They shall be holy to Hashem for the Kohen. On that same day you shall hold a celebration. It shall be a sacred occasion for you. You shall not work at your occupations. This is a law for all time in all your settlements throughout the ages. And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap all the way to the edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I, Hashem, am your God. Isaiah 54, 1-57, 14 Shout, O barren one, you who bore no child. Shout aloud for joy, you who did not travail, for the children of the wife forlorn shall outnumber those of the espoused, says Hashem.
Enlarge the site of your tent. Extend the size of your dwelling. Do not stint. Lengthen the ropes and drive the pegs firm. For you shall spread out to the right and the left. Your offspring shall dispossess nations and shall people the desolate towns. Fear not. You shall not be shamed. Do not cringe. You shall not be disgraced. For you shall forget the reproach of your youth and remember no more the shame of your widowhood. For he who made you will espouse you. His name is Lord of hosts, Yahweh Savayot. The Holy One of Israel will redeem you. He is called God of all the earth. Hashem has called you back as a wife forlorn and forsaken. Can one cast off the wife of his youth, said your God? For a little while I forsook you, but with vast love I will bring you back. In slight anger for a moment I hid my face from you, but with kindness everlasting I will take you back in love, said Hashem your Redeemer. For this to me is like the waters of Noah, as I swore that the waters of Noah never more would flood the earth, so I swear that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you. For the mountains may move, and the hills be shaken, but my loyalty shall never move from you, nor my covenant of friendship be shaken, says Hashem, who takes you back in love. Unhappy, storm-tossed one, uncomforted, I will lay carbuncles as your building stones and make your foundations of sapphires. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of precious stones, the whole encircling wall of gems, and all your children shall be disciples of Hashem, and great shall be the happiness of your children. You shall be established through righteousness. You shall be safe from oppression and shall have no fear from ruin, and it shall not come near you. Surely no harm can be done without my consent. Whoever would harm you shall fall because of you. It is I who created the smith to fan the charcoal fire and produce the tools for his work. So it is I who create the instruments of havoc. No weapon formed against you shall succeed. And every tongue that contends with you at law, you shall defeat. Such is the lot of the servants of Hashem. Such their triumph through me, declares Hashem. Ho, all who are thirsty, come for water. Even if you have no money, come, buy food and eat. Buy food without money, wine and milk without cost. Why do you spend money for what is not bread, your earnings for what does not satisfy? Give heed to me, and you shall eat choice food and enjoy the richest viands. Incline your ear, and come to me. Hearken, and you shall be revived. And I will make with you an everlasting covenant, the enduring loyalty promised to David. As I made him a leader of peoples, a prince and commander of peoples, so you shall summon a nation you did not know, and a nation that did not know you shall come running to you for the sake of Hashem your God, the Holy One of Israel, who has glorified you. Seek Hashem while he can be found. Call to him while he is near.
lest the wicked give up his ways, the sinful man his plans. Let him turn back to Hashem, and he will pardon him. To our God, for he freely forgives. For my plans are not your plans, nor are my ways your ways, declares Hashem. But as the heavens are high above the earth, so are my ways high above your ways, and my plans above your plans. For as the rain or snow drops from heaven and returns not there, but soaks the earth and makes it bring forth vegetation, yielding seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is the word that issues from my mouth. It does not come back to me unfulfilled, but performs what I purpose, achieves what I sent it to do. Yea, you shall leave in joy and be led home secure. Before you, mountain and hill shall shout aloud, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the briar, a cypress shall rise. Instead of the nettle, a myrtle shall rise. These shall stand as a testimony to Hashem, as an everlasting sign that shall not perish. Thus said Hashem, Observe what is right and do what is just, for soon my salvation shall come and my deliverance shall be revealed. Happy is the man who does this, the man who holds fast to it, who keeps the Shabbat and does not profane it, and stays his hand from doing any evil. Let not the foreigner say, who has attached himself to Hashem, Hashem will keep me apart from his people. And let not the eunuch say, I am a withered tree. For thus said Hashem, As for the eunuchs who keep my Shabbat, who have chosen what I desire and hold fast to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a monument and a name better than sons or daughters. I will give them an everlasting name which shall not perish. As for the foreigners who attach themselves to Hashem to minister to Him and to love the name of Hashem, to be His servants, all who keep the Shabbat and do not profane it, and who hold fast to my covenant, I will bring them to my sacred mount and let them rejoice in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices shall be welcome on my mitzbayach, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Thus declares Hashem, who gathers the dispersed of Israel, I will gather still more to those already gathered. All you wild beasts come and devour, all you beasts of the forest. The watchmen are blind, all of them. They perceive nothing. They are all dumb dogs that cannot bark. They lie sprawling. They love to drowse. Moreover, the dogs are greedy. They never know satiety. As for the shepherds, they know not what it is to give heed. Everyone has turned his own way. Every last one seeks his own advantage. Come, I'll get some wine. Let us swill liquor, and tomorrow will be just the same or even much grander. The righteous man perishes, and no one considers. Pious men are taken away, and no one gives thought that because of evil the righteous was taken away. Yet he shall come to peace. He shall have rest on his couch who walked straight forward. But as for you, come closer, you sons of a sorceress, you offspring of an adulterer and a harlot. With whom do you act so familiarly? 
At whom do you open your mouth and stick out your tongue? Why, you are children of iniquity, offspring of treachery, you who inflame yourselves among the terebinths under every verdant tree, who slaughter children in the wadis among the clefts of the rocks. With such are your share and portion. They, they are your allotment. To them you have poured out libations, presented offerings. Should I relent in the face of this? On a high and lofty hill you have set your couch. There, too, you have gone up to perform sacrifices. Behind the door and doorpost you have directed your thoughts. Abandoning me, you have gone up on the couch you made so wide. You have made a covenant with them. You have loved bedding with them. You have chosen lust. You have approached the king with oil. You have provided many perfumes, and you have sent your envoys afar, even down to the netherworld. Though wearied by much travel, you never said, I give up. You found gratification for your lust, and so you never cared. Whom do you dread and fear that you tell lies? But you gave no thought to me. You paid no heed. It is because I have stood idly by so long that you have no fear of me. I therefore by pronounce judgment upon your deeds. Your assorted idols shall not avail you, shall not save you when you cry out. They shall all be borne off by the wind, snatched away by a breeze. But those who trust in me shall inherit the land and possess my sacred mount. The Lord says, Build up, build up a highway, clear a road, remove all obstacles from the road of my people. Ephesians 6, 1-24 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as unto Yeshua, not with eye service as men-pleasers, but as servants of Yeshua, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man does, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And your masters, do the same things to them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness. of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, 
and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that you also may know my affairs and how I do, Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things, whom I have sent to you for the same purpose, that you might know our affairs and that he might comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Grace be with all of them that love our Lord Yeshua in sincerity. Amen. Psalm 71-5 Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, Aha! Aha! Let all those that seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let such as love your salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. Proverbs 24, 8 He that devises to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. I'd like to speak to you from our Torah portion today from Leviticus chapter 22 and 23, and then we're going to jump into Isaiah. And let me begin with Leviticus chapter 23, verses 1 and 2. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them concerning the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Even these are my feasts. So this whole chapter outlines and gives us an overview of the feasts of the Lord, starting with the Passover, then Feast of Unleavened Bread, or Matzah, and then Shavuot, or Pentecost. And then we come into the Fall Feasts of Feast of Trumpets, or Yom Teruah, and then Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, and then finally Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkot. Notice that it does not say that these are the feasts of the Jews. It says these are the feasts of the Lord, and that they are holy convocations. So that word convocation in the Hebrew is mikra, and it means appointment. That God has, if you will, a daytimer or a planner. And he meets with his people on appointed days. Now, we can meet with him any time, any place, anywhere. You can have prayer time with him and commune with him on your commute to work, on the way to dropping off or picking up kids at soccer practice, um, at home, on the go. You can meet with him any time, any place, anywhere. But there are special appointed days where he wants to meet with his people. And they are outlined here in Leviticus 23. 
And it also, the very first one that he talks about is the Sabbath. Six days you shall work, but the seventh day is the day of rest. And the Sabbath begins on Friday night at sundown through Saturday night at sundown. And on this day, we're to do no routine, regular work. We're to rest. It's a Sabbath of the Lord in all our dwellings. So another thing I wanted to bring out to you from Leviticus chapter 23 in verse 10, it is written, Speak to B'nai Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving to you and you reap its harvest, you shall bring the first sheaf of your harvest to the Kohen. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. The Omer is an offering of barley brought to the Beit Hamikdash in Jerusalem on the second day of Pesach, or Passover, corresponding to the 16th day of the month of Nisan. Only once this offering was brought all grain that had taken root prior to the time of the offering may be eaten. According to the sages, it was on the 16th of Nisan that the Israelites ran out of manna after it ceased to fall, following the death of Moses. The offering of the first grain in the Beit HaMikdash on that day each year reminds us of the eternal lesson of the manna. We dedicate a portion of our crops to our Creator before we eat from them ourselves to remind us that no matter how hard we work the land, and despite the tremendous human effort required to produce it, our sustenance is really a gift from God in heaven. And now let's look at Leviticus chapter 23, verse 22. And it is written, And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap all the way to the edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I, Hashem, am your God. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. This verse describes some of the agricultural laws reflecting the biblical notion of charity. A farmer must leave a corner of his field unharvested and may also not collect stalks of grain that fall during harvesting. Similarly, forgotten sheaves of grain and small grapes left on the vine must not be collected. Instead, each of these portions of the harvest must be left for the poor. These commandments only apply to farmers in Israel. Farmers outside of Eretz Israel may harvest their entire field, as reflected in the words of your land, which refers specifically to the land of Israel. This biblical imperative is still practiced in Israel today. Each season, farmers throughout Israel leave over millions of pounds of produce from the fields which are collected by volunteers and distributed to poor people all over the country. And I'll add to that in the book of Ruth, when Ruth follows her mother-in-law Naomi back to Bethlehem, leaving Moab behind her. And then Naomi instructs her to go gleaning in the field, and she ends up gleaning in the field of Boaz. That gleaning is based upon this instruction, this principle spoken of here in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 22. Now let's get into Isaiah, and I want to go into Isaiah chapter 54, and in verse 2 it is written, enlarge the size of your tent, extend the size of your dwelling, do not stint, lengthen the ropes, and drive the pegs firm. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. 
This verse contains a call to action for Jews everywhere to settle every corner of Eretz Israel and enlarge their presence in the land. Based on this verse, the Vilna Gaon urged his students in the 18th century to move to Israel. All the precious treasures included in the blessing of Harhava enlargement will come only when action is first taken by the people of Israel themselves in an awakening from below, said the Vilna Gaon. Our task is to not sit passively and wait for redemption from exile, but rather to take action and bring it about. The Jewish people are not prisoners of fate, but partners with God in shaping their destiny. When they take action and settle the land, he will respond in kind and hasten the ingathering of the exiles. Now I want to take a look at Isaiah chapter 54, verse 13. Um, let me start in verse 11. Unhappy, storm-tossed one, uncomforted. I will lay carbuncles as your building stones and make your foundations of sapphires. I will make your battlements of rubies, your gates of precious stones, the whole encircling wall of gems. And all your children shall be disciples of Hashem, and great shall be the happiness of your children. Now, this is the Lord speaking. And it begins with him speaking to the woman who is without children, the barren woman who bore no no child, the woman who is not married, whether she's never been married or whether she's divorced or whether she's widowed and she's got no children. And back in historical biblical times, to be without children, to be with barren was considered a great, uh, it was of shame, uh, the blessing of God is that you have many children, and if you don't have children, well, why? So it was considered of great shame. So what this verse is promising in verse 13, all your children shall be disciples of Hashem, and great shall be the happiness of your children, that this barren woman is going to have many children, and they will be disciples of Hashem. So on a practical side, Perhaps in life, you've had children, but they've wandered away from the Lord. Or perhaps in your life experience, you never had children. Or perhaps in your life experience, you've had children, but you're estranged from them. They don't want anything to do with you. This is promising that you're going to have All of your children will be disciples of Hashem, and great will be the happiness of your children. Stand firm, keep in prayer, and keep on praying on a regular basis for your children, and trust that God is going to orchestrate circumstances in their lives to where they will uh, come to the end of themselves. They will give their lives unto Yeshua. And they will follow him. They will become his disciples. Now, whether it's your own biological children or whether the Lord gives you spiritual children, spiritual sons and daughters, that can be another way that this verse is fulfilled, is that there will be spiritual sons and daughters and they will be disciples of Yeshua. Okay, let's jump into Isaiah chapter 55. And I want to look at verse 6. 
In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6, it is written, Seek Hashem while he can be found, call to him while he is near. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. The prophetic counsel, seek Hashem while he can be found, call to him while he is near, introduces a section offering hope and reward for those who sincerely desire to repent. This chapter is traditionally read publicly on fast days. Days meant for introspection and inner reflection, and commentators provide many interpretations to its meaning. Some understand the phrase, seek Hashem while he can be found, as referring to the month before the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, when prayer is especially desirable. The Jerusalem Talmud understands it in terms of location, seek Hashem where he is found, in the synagogues and in the study halls. The underlying message is the same. If you seek Hashem out in the right way, you will be able to find him. And he is always there awaiting your return. By the way, today, Monday, September the 28th, is a high holy day. It is the Day of Atonement. This is Yom Kippur. So it is on this day that we fast. We do not eat. And we do no work. It is a high holy Sabbath. And it is a day that we come before our God in humility and um, in repentance and ask for his favor, his mercy, his blessing, and his forgiveness for any personal sin. So it is on this day that we do not work. We rest from our work and we fast from any kind of food on this day, from Sunday night at sundown until Monday night at sundown. So at sundown on Monday, you can break the fast. Shalom in Messiah Yeshua. We'll see you tomorrow. The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.